I always like there's this concept that one day just like clicked in my head and it like obliterated my brain. Literally the only thing that's limiting us minus like actual physical capacity at some point is your belief in like whether or not you can do something because that's what leads action, right? Yeah. Like, like even with habit change, people are like, well, they'll come to me like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm like, yeah, I know you can't because <laughs> listen, like why would you ever do it if you tell yourself every day that you can't do it? What if you told yourself I am going to do it and I will do it, what would yes. happen then? Believe in yourself. They can't hang, <laughs> hang in there. Um, <laughs> welcome back to the Positive People Posse Living Room. I'm your host, Dom Green, life enthusiast and marketer of Positive People Posse. This is where we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and uplifting, and of course, marketing. We are your marketing sponsor today. We can help you out with your ROI and get that digital footprint online. Today's guest is a friend of mine through Positive People Posse, Jessica Kaufman. How are you doing today? Good, I'm excited to be here. Yay! You look like you're uh, about to get gaming right now. Yeah, this is my son's uh, headset because of mine broke. Okay. <laughs> so it is a gaming headset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looks like you're about to do some uh, Call of yeah. Duty or something. I put it on and I was like, do I need to buy one of these instead of like my normal one? Because I have one yeah. of like business ones, but the noise canceling on these. Noise canceling. It's comfortable. Yeah. I yeah. use Bose. They're not a sponsor, but you know, maybe <laughs> one some day they Bose. should be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah holler at <laughs> Get us. Them up. <laughs> we'll make some things happen. You know, so I really love to just dive into like what you do first, and then we're going to kind of backtrack and talk about how you what led you up to this all your experiences and anything and everything so what is it that you do uh, so I like to classify myself as a healthy living coach because I do a combination of what some would consider fitness or health coaching but I also bring the mindset aspect into it and the goal setting so I end up doing a lot of life coaching too so I just call it healthy living coaching within that I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I do some corporate wellness, um, either classes or I go within their programs. And then I have my cooking club where I just bring some of the, you know, healthy recipes and like stuff like that for uh, to, yeah, subscribers, I guess. See, you're like kind of like a mini conglomerate, right? Like, kind of. Yeah, I do a little <laughs> bit of everything, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would say that I'm semi the same, you know, um, I think it's really all hand in hand, you know, like the business Absolutely. mindset aspect and then, you know, the coaching and the food, it all ties to one another. And, you know, like that's what we kind of do in a sense, you know, yeah. positive people posse, it's like all about mindset. And I don't know what people know about us or what they think about us, but they're like, <laughs> oh, positive positivity, you know? But yeah, yeah. We work for smiling. businesses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I see the smiling face. Um, but it's, you know, it's all for, full circle because when mm -hmm. we deal with entrepreneurs, those are the people that have to probably go through the fire even more every single day. And so Absolutely. to work with their business and then also have a friend that can help them with their mindset, you know, like that's what we're after. And, you know, makes sense, makes sense to some people. Other people are like, like, I don't know how you do all these things, but it's all full circle. Yeah, it'll make sense to them eventually. I feel like people of it, you just get to a point in any aspect of your journey, whether it's health, marketing, like your, your limiting factors, your mindset, and you're like, all right, we got to shift this up a little For bit. Sure. So. For sure. So let's yeah. talk about like growing up in, was it California? Yeah, sure yeah. Sacramento, Northern California, okay. no surfing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a valley. Yeah. So I've been in Kansas City since I was 16. Um, but I actually, so I would just say I grew up in Sacramento, but I moved a bunch growing up. So like I lived there for majority of my childhood years, if you were to add them all together. But I think in the course of 18 years, I moved like 22 times or something insane like oh. that between, but California, Kansas City and Oregon. So wow. random. Yeah. 22 times. <laughs> yeah, a lot. But wow. so we always just go, yeah, I'm from California. Cause that's the, the gist or the the largest span of time. Yeah, sometimes born. you just gotta like just jump to it and, and, yeah. and just do a summary because when you start breaking things down, people are like, wow, you've got a lot to your story and I don't have enough time for it. But. Yeah, or the, <laughs> I always have a joke where I'm like, well, we can like, I'll explain it to you, but we're gonna need one of those maps and like the red pins and I'm gonna start to look crazy at where you're like, and you're gonna get lost, so. Yeah, so, um, you know, that journey from just, moving around a lot, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, you know, this, this person who's kind of honed in on, you know, like the path of coaching and, mm -hmm. you know, can you talk about some experiences that really led you to, um, you know, just every stage, you know, yeah. it, it like, you know, multiple yeah. stages on this. Yeah. Well, I would say, so my childhood, very inconsistent all over the place. And I definitely struggled with mental health in my youth. And so I went to college late. I took a year off and I was like, you know, just doing hood rat shit. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually I was like, this doesn't feel good. And one of my, my friend's parents encouraged me to go to college. I went to college. Uh, I still kind of was lost and struggling with mental health. I worked in the restaurant industry. I still was, I would consider myself kind of like a partier at the time, still I didn't know it. It's a hindsight thing, but I was very like much struggling, but I got pregnant. You've seen Mitchell on all my stuff and I dropped out of college or I failed out of college. We could look at it either way. Um, <laughs> but then, so once I had Mitchell, I, uh, that kind of just led me into like, I had to do better and I wasn't happy still. And so that's where I started like leaning into health and fitness and things like that. And then anyone who's ever been on a fitness journey, you kind of know, like it kind of makes that have that itch to do something more. And I've always loved, loved, loved cooking. And so I was like, well, I'll go back to school for nutrition, not even thinking that like, I actually like nutrition. I was like, it's food and I love food and mm -hmm. I'm into fitness. So nutrition, it goes hand in hand. And so I ended up getting my degree in nutrition while bartending, while being a mom and while like on this fitness mindset journey. And I realized there's all these like holistic answers to a lot of my mental health struggles. And I was still going through them because I was absolutely stretching myself to the max. But the things that were carrying me through like the struggle were fitness, nutrition, and that was it in the time being was just a physical stuff. But then I graduated, I got a job as a nutrition coach and I had more free time. And within this free time, I started kind of getting into yoga and mindset things. And I realized there's this whole other like untapped area of potential. And it was helping as much, if not more than the nutrition and fitness stuff. And so from there, I worked as a nutritional health coach. Have you heard of Natural Grocers before? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they went out. So I worked there for... Right. No, they're still in business. Okay. I'm sorry, Natural Grocers. You probably should give a smaller one. They're, yeah. not, they're still in business, guys. Do they have an orange logo? Still, yeah, they have okay. absolutely hideous colors. They gave yeah. us this bright, 
it was the ugliest bag I've ever gotten as a Christmas gift. And I just remember being like, you guys have to change your brand colors. These are absolutely repulsive. Looking like carrots. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Um, but yeah, so I worked there. And so then I was like, I, that's when the seed kind of got planted that I wanted to do more with my coaching, but I was restricted within my title. Right. So I was doing community outreach classes and nutrition coaching, working within supplements. But I was like, I want to do more, but I can't because obviously when you work for a corporate company, you've got rules, regulations, and limitations. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go get my personal training certification because I'll need that no matter what. And I took this massive um, cut in pay <laughs> to, to do that. What's and that? Like, What's that? A cut in pay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, experience and Mitchell, I hope you like the same food every day because yeah. mommy's going to pay your dues for a little bit um so I did that for a year and then from there I just kind of knew at this point that I was going to launch my own business and I got so fed up within the personal training realm because I'm so sorry all personal trainers we respect you the hours you work for the amount of money you get it's not fair doesn't make but sense so, yeah um, I had this plan to like you know ideally like segue myself into having my own business but it was so bad and I was just in a situation where I just like jumped and launched my own business and like quit my job and yeah just hope that it, it worked started. out right it did it's going great so that's so uh, great no I love I love when people make these yeah. like these just critical leaps in their life when they have like no stability whatsoever yeah. And like, I had no idea. I don't do this, then I'm going to yeah. kill my soul for working for someone else, you know? That's exactly what it is. And you just like, there's this like pool and pool, but, and everyone tells you too, they're like, that's not smart. That's not smart. And you're yeah. like, I know, but I'm being like led this way. And I know what happens if I ignore it. Like, yeah, for sure. Um, Gosh, you know, yeah. like I felt like every single time where I, like my back was against the wall and I had to turn, I had to really think like, oh, I don't want to go back to work for someone every single time. It made me work even harder to just stay away from going back to work with someone. Just because I, I just <laughs> yeah. told you this a second ago, I have an authority complex. Like yeah. I have a problem with authority. And yeah. my life has always been rebellion because I don't really, it's not that I can't take advice at all. Mm -hmm. It's like, I like working with people. Yeah. I like doing things collaboratively. But as soon as someone tells me what to do and when to do it, that's when I have an issue. And, yeah. you know, I, it's, I can't, I don't have enough uh, room to breathe and grow, mm -hmm. you know, because I see the uh, obstructions of, of yeah. growth right there. You're well, only going to get to the top to like this, this high, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's, I think it's definitely, I don't want to say a personality type, but there's definitely when you have that desire for that growth. I call it just, positive ego. Yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. The ego is there for a reason, and yes. that is one of them. Uh, yeah, I don't. Ha I can listen to people, but I found my thing, and this is maybe my ego. But when it's just like done in a way where you're like, this is not the most efficient process, or you're like, you could think of fifteen ways to do yes. it better, but you still have to listen. Like you're like, it's not my job. I know. Not <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's dumb, but I'll do it anyway. <laughs> This is, this is like probably what you're going to have to deal with with your kid here in the next couple of years as well. Like, yeah. this sounds stupid, but I'll do it anyway. I feel like I do that now. He's like, I have this idea. And I'm like, gotta let him learn. Um, 
but yeah it's, it's cool it's cool like even for you you know you get to come up and cure curate your own brand right mm-hmm. you love avocado so you made a logo with avocado right? yeah so much avocado everywhere <laughs> sure you guys can like spot some in the back somewhere yeah oh. easter eggs <laughs> but you know with that you know like your own you're putting your own philosophy into your own business and you're helping people every aspect of business is about people and mm-hmm. you're able to do that with your own community so how'd you find your your community you know uh, i i'm yeah. not i don't really Great know question. much about you yeah. uh but it's it's kind of like you're you're like a, a friend from afar that we've met a couple times uh-huh. but we know enough about each other's personality to be like okay, I feel like I can trust you, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like you've got That's that personality um, trait that it seems like you're warming, inviting, and you want this one-on-one thing really makes sense. Yeah, thank you. Um, That's good to hear. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I would, so the way I even grew my audience is honestly just what you kind of, like rapport, right? When I come into a conversation or an interaction, I'm just in it. Right. And I like, if I'm doing my one-on-one, even with my personal training clients. So there's people I've met in the span of my other jobs that knew me before I had my own business. And just from interacting with me, we're like, yeah, we want to work with you. And then from that it's referral because it's just, you know, the relationship you build. That's how I I haven't done. Everything's been organic thus far. Um, But yeah. So within my jobs within my experience, like interacting with people, I guess that's networking, right? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) But yeah, I just, I feel like there's this value of a lot of people look at their business and they always ask me that question. Like, how do you get customers? How do you get customers? What's the trick? What's the trick? I'm like, you make a product that you feel and believe that can really help people. Mine's my coaching and my methods and like mindset aspect of it. And then when you're in it, you're in it and you deliver like just going with the intention to help people. And that's going to speak for itself. People are going like, you're going to build a relationship. People are going to trust you. And with that, like any person you've ever worked with, it's not because you like saw an ad. Sometimes it is because marketing does work, but one-on-one, like with what I do, it's not because you like see them randomly on the TV and you're like, I want to work with you because someone recommended them because they trust them. Indeed. So, so yeah. you went you went from like emo girl. You were like this emo <laughs> partier. I remember seeing still some old here. photos. Still in here. <laughs> <laughs> this like swoop thing. Oh god. Did you have like a lip ring or something? Lip, tongue, nose. I got the whole. Did Did you ever feel like, um, you know, like there is more to life? I don't know what I want to do, or did you feel like you were just kind of going through the motions of just you know, to fail, like failure. Yeah. Yeah. Fulfillment. And I don't Uh, know. Beginning. How how does that feel? Yeah. Beginning stages. There was, it was just suffering. (laughs) (laughs) I I joke about it. Was it the music that made you feel like you're suffering? No, I think it was, I don't think the music helped the the external (laughs) situations. You know, I I, I was sad. And then I listened to sad music, which doesn't necessarily. Can we get a photo to pop this up? Like old Jess i mean we, i have lots of them did you see the one with my arms i feel like, like my social like anxiety. stripes or like like a t-shirt with a long sleeve stripes mm-hmm. i don't know that's yeah. what i'm envisioning yeah like i don't think hair I, or something i don't know i had some pink hair never purple <laughs> okay. but black was a thing i can yeah. find some pictures to send you um <laughs> but yeah no i think 
when I was like in the worst of my mental health stuff, I didn't really know that there was more available, which is why I'm such an advocate for like, oh, being pot, like there's something more available to you. Um, but once I kind of got to the growth side where I saw the light and pulled myself out of it, then there was more of the feeling of like something more, something more. But I had to get myself out of that victim mentality of, you know, the being world's out. in yeah. the shit, everything's working against me. I had to pull myself out of that before I saw like, opportunity and abundance and all the cool things in life yeah you know i mean i feel like most people can relate i don't think that everyone has had this like this peachy life like Mm -mm. like even like okay i'm i'm the founder of positive people possible if someone watched me in my daily right yeah i'm not smiling while i'm eating food or i'm not smiling (laughs) while doing laundry like every bit people are always like dude you're always smiling well i love people i love being around but through that process when i'm working on my own shit i'm doing Uh things it it doesn't look like the happiest thing yeah and so people don't really understand the the concept of positivity to its full degree right and it's it's like yeah you go through your shit but you know like having that that mental fortitude to say you know things will get better but Mm -hmm. i have to watch how i talk to myself i have to make strides i have to have goals and when you're working on your goals it might there might be a lot of darkness within that and there's a big battle internally and externally for for some people and for most people but you know that doesn't mean that there's not a positive equation to it and so you know i I urge people just to really just channel how they talk themselves and Mm -hmm. figuring out what they want to do with purpose Mm -hmm. and building from that and you know, having the right community and people. I mean, if someone calls you a piece of shit every single day, um, eventually you're going to get flushed down the toilet because (laughs) you you really believe that, you know? So just like, I mean, you need people that can uplift and actually, Mm -hmm. you know, not just like, like with a facade, believe in you, but like truly, you know, build those relationships where you're empowering one another. And it's a two way street. Mm -hmm. don't expect to get all of the love unless you're willing to give it back and I think that's like uh what you're doing with your business is uh you're you're helping people but it's a two-way street you know like Mm -hmm. you're building a relationship there you know rapport needs to be built with anyone and everyone it's not so um it's not so you know ones and zeros like there's Mm -hmm. there's a lot there's a lot of things in between you know absolutely yeah I always tell people when they're like because it's weird being in a situation where people thank you for all the work they're doing like why are you thanking me I just pointed in a direction and you followed like you did all the work I literally just talked so and that's what they need you know yeah and um I I also believe that you know like I can give someone all the advice in the Mm -hmm. world and say hey this is what you should do blah 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 but until you pay for it you haven't really put yeah you haven't really put any energy toward or effort towards it because now you're you're thinking like well i'm going to get the most out of the situation Mm -hmm. and um i urge people not to like make life not about money because to some degree life is money is energy you know Mm -hmm. money is your time and so of value like you're able to bring value um to people's lives and you've already came up with formulas and ways and, you know, even understanding certain personality types mm-hmm. that 
you know, the money exchange is, you know, basically your time and energy and focus. Yeah. And so they're making a commitment and you're also making a commitment. Mm -hmm. Well, I love the point. So the energy thing is such, so I couldn't afford like having my own coach initially. And honestly, the first coach I paid a large lump sum of money for was a business coach because I knew I was quitting my job and I didn't know how to run an online fitness business, which is kind of what I initially started as. And the transformation that happens when you give someone a large chunk of your money is insane. Yeah. And I've the same with like coaching people. I've definitely given free value to so many people because that's when you start sometimes that's how, it, you know, that's how you get experience. But the transformations that are the best are the people that pay me the most, which is interesting because it's just that exchange of investment where if you're not investing in it fiscally a lot of times your mental attention just isn't there so that's like not a concept to ignore if you guys are listening if you want something to grow like invest in it financially and it will grow um because it's all yeah. an investment like yeah. if we're talking about food if you're buying the shit most food out there it's still an investment and yep. it's not paying dividends at all, but it's compounding and it's compounding in pounds. <laughs> <laughs> wow. People are like, these guys suck. Rude. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, it's true. So you're, you're going to spend money at anything and everything, whether if it's your food, your time, whatever, you're going to pay mm -hmm. for it um either because you don't have enough experience so if you're paying for someone else's time they're basically giving you the equation they're giving you the play the playbook yep. that you should model after mm -hmm. not saying that you're going to retain all of it but, but most need, often will. yeah whatever speaks to you you're going to be like aha i get it let's yep. okay this is how i'm going to internalize this yeah. and apply it to my life I always tell that with people with books too, because I have some clients who are like, I had to restart it. I didn't hear like every single detail. I'm like, did you get something valuable out of it? I'm like, yeah, like that's what you're supposed to get. You're going to yes. read it another time. You're going to get a different message. And that's what you needed. Like our, um, like con, like the, we take in what we need. Our level of it consciousness. Happens. Exactly. Yeah. So. Whatever's applicable to you, you'll know mm -hmm. just innately. It and if it's not, then it's not. I find a lot of people, they do this thing where they're just like arguing everything. I'm like, two things can be right without canceling each other out. It's, it's like so a crazy subjective. concept. Oh my gosh. Speaking of that, you know, I, I just think in line with that conversation, it's so important to realize that there are so many ways that we can look at different perspectives and, you know, our personal truths, you know, that that's something that we felt, right? Mm -hmm. But overall, I think it's always in between. So there's something in between. So the collaborative process of anything is understanding how other people can think. Mm -hmm. And then that's how we can actually make things uh, happen and grow. And, you know, that kind of is more applicable to politics and stuff. But yeah, I have more friends of that are I have a lot of friends that are Democrats. I have a lot of friends that are Republicans, mm -hmm. probably equally. It's all the same, but actually everyone's saying the same shit, but I think they say it with a little bit of different sass and attitude sometimes <laughs> or whatever, but they're saying the exact yeah. same thing. Everyone yeah. wants the same thing, yeah. but they're saying it a different way. They're making it about bloods versus crips rather than, yeah. you know, Absolutely. just understanding that like, okay, we, we were wanting the same goals and the same yeah. things.
and our intentions are different depending on what someone's getting paid paid for too you know so your industry is being affected you might say yeah i want to go with this group or whatever one thing I've always thought was interesting is something I like teach in my coaching is confirmation bias. Cause it's kind of the same reason like affirmations and things work is like whatever your is repeating in your mind. There's this cool thing. You've probably heard. I'm have you heard of the RAS system before? Yes, I have. So it's like, it's, it's basically the driver of confirmation bias, but you can use it to your advantage. And that's the same as environment. If you have a bunch of people telling you you're a piece of shit, you're going to start to believe you're a piece of shit. If you have a bunch of people telling you like you can do it, that's the thing that's going to find the things to confirm that you can do it. If you're around everything or like politics, same thing. And a lot of people don't understand that we're just a you know, a product of whatever we're telling ourselves most, our environment, and then like cultural, whatever's around us that's been sewn into our brain. 100%. And I feel, I feel like, you know, I feel uh, like people allow the world, the weight of the world and all these things to dictate what they should do today. (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that's hard to shut that out I get it Mm -hmm. it's it's, uh with every aspect of media social media and your neighbor you know um there's no way to avoid things like COVID and politics Mm -hmm. and (laughs) it's true or religion these days or whatever it may be it just seems like no matter how much you avoid anything uh it's still going to present itself Mm -hmm. but believe it's more about how you react to it and knowing Dude, how yeah. much you can digest yeah so tell me a little bit about uh, your social media um experience and you mm-hmm. know like how how do you stay present on social media without digesting the things that you really cannot control and i've accepted yeah. that so when i can't control um, something i'm more at peace i know this that. yeah this is like you know one of those things where it, it's going to sound counterintuitive because I use it for majority of my marketing and okay. like branding of myself. I don't really consume very much unless it's TikTok, but my TikTok algorithm has been, um, it's basically just all helpful, inspiring shit. So it's like, you can do it. Here's some ways <laughs> to hack your life. And so it's really turned into something that's like positive feed, Instagram and stuff and Facebook. Like I just don't consume it. And like, sometimes I will, but I'll like, not very much that's been my mental health boundary honestly like I'll post share and interact with my ecosystem of people um but I don't go into like deep holes of like consuming a bunch of stuff that I know is triggering or I know is going to make me feel bad and then there's also just kind of like a mindset thing where it's like when I am consuming things I don't need it to be a comparison thing or a right or wrong thing I definitely have developed a really strong filter of like taking things in is objectively the right word yeah it's like information I'm like okay I could see where that's coming from but I don't need to use it as like a measuring stick for anything oh my gosh I I think I'm in line with you on that (laughs) and um you know for me it's uh the same you know and I've kind of urged my team to kind of be the same way not to say that this is a cult but (laughs) (laughs) but it it really comes down to like not letting you know the world get to you just because it's online doesn't make doesn't mean it needs to be your reality every Mm -hmm. single day 
because we have goals and things that we want to do for ourselves. And yeah. how can we help people if we're not feeling our best? And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've definitely even taken even more of a step back on social media lately. And it's made so much positive improvement for my life. Because yeah. um, I thought I had to, in order to be a marketing company, be so in front of people's faces mm-hmm. or know what people are gravitating towards. Mm-hmm. And I believe that if anything, if you just invest the right amount of energy, you're going to get a positive outcome with however you use social media. But taking a step back and kind of going back to how we would remember the days where we can read books and, you know, not necessarily grab our phone every five Mm -hmm. seconds, you know, you can start solving more problems internally. It it frees and clears your mind. If you have a free and clear mind, you're not going to be so reactive to everything. Yeah. Have you ever experienced like the difference of when you're like, you're like, it's almost like your creativity is like dulled or you're, it's just not there. And then you just take time away from social media and you kind of tune back in with yourself. And then all the ideas just start dropping back in and you're like, oh. (laughs) Well, and and on top of that, you're not in front of people every single day, right? And so the collaboration between creatives, other creatives, you know, you're not sparking all these ideas all the time. And, and so, uh, but if you can kind of channel your, your inner child again and use that imagination, mm-hmm. yeah, those ideas start flowing again, yeah. you know? It's exciting when it happens too. That's like one of the things that I use as an indicator if like, if my creativity starts to like if I stop getting ideas, I'm like, all right, something's out of balance here. Do I need to drink more water? Or do I need to like take a break? Yeah. What's happening? And you know what you said about like, you know, the comparison game, you know, I, there's a lot of people comparing mm-hmm. online and, you know, not to say I'm going to use my positive ego, but I'm in a league of my own and mm-hmm. I'm not here to compete with anyone. Yeah. I just love to engage with people, but I like in authentic engagement. And yeah. so if I do things on my personal Instagram, it's because I want to engage with people. Like I, I really want to um, people to understand my personality. I want to understand more about them. It's not always like that. We are more watchers than anything these days as a society. Yeah. And I TikTok forget that stat, sometimes. So. TikTok stats is also, they say 1% of the people on that platform are creating. It's 99% are just watching. This and that blows my I forget that that's like a thing people just like I've always been a person where like I made like the weird YouTube videos so for me TikTok is genius yes and I love that platform in itself but yeah that's crazy yeah and so um we're, we're gonna exchange your your handle on TikTok no! right? <laughs> we'll put it up right here people no you're like one of the few people that follows me that because it's not it's not a business TikTok. and you you know why right it's because you can be your different self you yeah. know like that creative aspect that people uh-huh. don't need to see every single day Mm-mm. and that's why I love TikTok that I would I would put videos up on TikTok that I wouldn't put on Instagram because like the audience is curated for yes, it, you know, it's, yes. it's inviting for it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and plus everyone's sick of my shit on Instagram. So, you know, they, <laughs> they already know what to expect from me. Yeah, so yeah. I want to meet new people and it's just not fit for that. Instagram's not really, not anymore, at least not anymore. Like you really don't see people connecting with new people on a genuine aspect it's always about how many more followers can I get so I can reach 10,000 
well, you know, or whatever tr- it is. Yeah, I think the trust kind of got burnt out because once some people realized, because at one point it was easy to grow if you were just posting valuable stuff. It was easy to connect with new people. And now people are so used to people hopping in their DMs like, hey, you look really cool. I like that your page is about fitness. Hey, I think I have this really cool thing that you might like, but no big deal if you don't. But if you want to get on a call with me and you're like, what? Like, no, I don't. Leave me alone. There was no rapport even being built right there. (laughs) Who are you? You're just selling something and you got two followers. Yeah. get out of here <laughs> golly it's it's funny because i'll like i'll look at the request section i think that's the funniest thing right when you know someone's like either just trying to sell you something or some creep or whatever it is and picks, I've, I've, had, I've had some weird requests myself okay it's but but it, it, the funny ones are the robots that say hey do you want more followers and they've got zero followers i'm like yeah okay, yeah are people are actually falling for this like how does that work I mess with them I'm like can you show me some account I'm like yeah will you connect me with some references I'd love to talk to people you've worked with before and they're like due to privacy and I'm like oh well where can I send you some money then and they're like it's western union and how come you only have two followers like yeah. when you concentrate on growing your own account <laughs> contact me when you have more than 10,000 followers oh my gosh we'll- yeah I love that's it. why no one that's why people are afraid of instagram They're like yes. what are you selling me and you're like whoa <laughs> i really want to help i'm just trust me um you know like and that's what i urge with our clients you know like everyone's like we want to grow our social media presence i'm like mm-hmm. hey it's okay acknowledge that you need social media yes but build your audience you can connect with people a lot easier if you're just really genuine you know yeah. and you know, you're really trying to build a community. You don't need 10,000 followers to do that. And, you know, it's, we've taken a step back in the last year and a half from our goals, mm-hmm. um, as far as like growing a social media audience, like we can do it. We could probably have 50,000 followers if you want. They're not yeah. going to be the right followers though. People are following 7,000 accounts. So mm-hmm. how are they going to even see your account? Yeah. So it's really important to know that you need to spend your energy and focus on, you know, individuals or, or, or try to build that, that, that trust, you know, yeah. because ultimately if you've got 10,000 followers and they're following 10,000 people, they're not going to see you anyway. Mm-hmm. That's really true. I, it even makes me reflect to like thinking of like out of my following, who are people who I have like actually worked with yeah. that converted into paying. I don't like to call them customer because it's a relationship, but yeah. like, and it's always people that never, it's never like some random person I got from like, you know, some sleazy what, not that I really ever did that, but you know, sometimes you just get like random people. It's always- Sometimes there's a butt pick that goes up and then- Yeah, it's like, you get like <laughs> it's never the dudes that are like, hey, you, what fitness plan would get me the most ripped? Like they never yeah. actually follow through with it. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it is the people that I've like authentically like connected with. And usually I'm following them back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and like, I feel like people are ashamed to like mess with their numbers, you know? It's, I've seen that a lot. It's so too, stupid. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I would rather have an equal amount of people mm-hmm. that I'm following, but also give me a reason to follow you. I would, I yeah. want the same value, you know, yeah. this is an ecosystem I want to create. So 
I, I'm we're never worried about other people doing positivity or being, mm-hmm. you know, just like us to whatever degree, because I feel like still sharp and stills. It's yeah. like, like, I want to see what's working for you. Mm-hmm. I want to, you know, and also it's, it's just uplifting to know that there's other people out there that believe in the same type of mindset, you know? Yeah. There, I've realized too, there's like, if you're being your authentic self and you're showing up in this way, which I'm sure you've experienced this, it's like, there's not competition because you're just you're on your own mission people aren't going to have the same mission like it's your vision for a reason same reason some people won't see it it's It's not because they need to it's because it's not for them which is fine and there's abundance right yeah your your formula is going to be different than some other coaches Mm -hmm. and so you know i it goes back to that connection and so if you're able to build value with someone else and just understanding one another, you know, people are going to gravitate towards you because you built that relationship. And Mm -hmm. so when people are doing this comparison game and they're like, oh my gosh, look at her, how she Mm -hmm. does this or whatever, or he does this. I just, I just feel like, you know, like that's the insecurity that's speaking. Mm -hmm. And so if anything, when I see people who are crushing it, I'm like, yes, dude, yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I want to know more. Like, so can we collaborate or yeah. can we can we share ideas? Because this yeah. is working with me. Because I have a lot of a lot of knowledge that I can give to people. Mm-hmm. But some people are so protective because they think that they're gonna steal your competition and steal their, yeah. their their clients or whatever it may be. And you know, it, life shouldn't be like that. We should, we should be, we should have more idea sharing. If anything. Absolutely. I saw, there's like a, two points that made me think of, I've read, these are two separate books, but I re- like the idea for both of them. One of them is like, this is just like a habit. Cause obviously repetition for changing yeah. things. And it's whenever you feel envious of someone or start to compare, instead of doing that, you stop and you just turn off the script and you go good for them. Like awesome <laughs> for them. And so I remember when I was struggling with the shift, cause like naturally we're, we're, we are in a society where we just compare it's what's I started doing that and I was like damn I like that like that feels so much better and then uh, I lost the other thought but the other thing is like as much as you give is as much as you receive usually and a lot of people they're the the holding on and protecting is like more scarcity mindset so if you're in a scarcity mindset you can't be as abundant because you're like scared and you're holding on to everything so tightly so if you're holding on to things you can't get anything new because you're tightly like holding on to things so I right. look at that and You're think right. about that if I ever start to you know it's a it's a scale it's not a perfect practice always so I mean last year um March 15th hits we're in pandemic people are just buying up all the toilet paper and they're kicking but if they if their feet could pick up toilet paper they would have done that with their <laughs> with their toes and you see people how people can truly be savages when they're not really thinking about, you know, the greater other Hmm. use or people, you know? And and it's like, if we have that mentality when it comes to fear of running out of toilet paper, what do you think people, what is is society doing every single day? And it's it's because people are not really willing to share ideas or not willing Mm -hmm. to help other people out. But when you help other people out, you get it back tenfold yeah and imagine a world where you're like everyone's helping everyone raise up it doesn't it doesn't take away from it it makes people in a better position to help other people so more people come up more people can give more people can trade and it's just like it's not like no one's losing anything no one's losing anything yeah (laughs) 
you're just making it harder for people yes. <laughs> if anything if you think like that <laughs> you know so yeah. what what was last year like I, i'm sure you had to make some uh, some transitions you know this you're the first guest of 2021 so <laughs> <laughs> you know like I, I really feel like this is like moving forward yeah. okay now we know what we know from last year mm-hmm. you know you had to probably pivot and uh-huh. grow and improve and do all these things in one year and what does the outlook look like for this year so in honesty like I had to pivot and I went through some stuff but a lot of it wasn't business related mm. um, because I was so set up online already because all my coaching um is set up online you're a visionary <laughs> I was like well did I do something early that never happened <laughs> um but so business wise I was good but I had this big shift in realizing like I really shifted from fitness coaching to more like healthy living lifestyle coaching because I realized like I wasn't authentically like doing something that I fully believed in and so the passion the lack of passion not that I'm not passionate about fitness, but it's not like, it doesn't light me up. Like I'm not like cool. You have abs one part of the puzzle. Like it's not going to bring you like happiness. Yeah. And so I like had this shift with the only reason, like, like a lot of stuff came up because when you're in stillness of a pandemic and not being able to socialize, you just stuff comes to the surface and you yeah. got to look at it. And so my big thing was like, do the things that make you excited because those are going to be the most helpful. And so I shift what the type of coaching I'm doing. I started my cooking club because previously I didn't do it because I had some limiting beliefs about it, like not being anything that was profitable. I'm like, screw it. It doesn't have to be profitable at first. If you like doing it, do it. And so I had a lot of shifts in that direction, which is awesome because then I get to be more me. So I'm happier. And that has definitely just paid off tenfold. And then I guess the other thing is um, I had to shift all my classes online. So learning to do like online webinars within different like corporate programs is a cool gain I got from it. Nice. But I would say those are the two biggest things. That's awesome. You know, like, you? you know, we'll get to me in a second. Okay. No, I'm here. <laughs> you know, I, I really, um, I see a lot of value in saying gravitating towards the things that you love. A good friend of mine, Paul Long, he says this constantly and often, and you know, that kind of goes back to the product side. If you, it's not selling, if you truly believe in it and you've actually adopted it for your own lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I used to be this meathead, like, you know, so if you want to see some old photos, I, I was this bro, <laughs> I was this bro, I was like 245 pounds and just like, yeah, Mohawk and, you know, like I really thought, you know, if I was accepted from my aesthetics, that I, internally I would feel better. Yeah. But internally, I always felt pretty decent about myself, you know, mm-hmm. just as far as like what I brought to the table with people. And, mm-hmm. But I realized like the type of conflict that I was getting because I was this freaking <laughs> meathead. People would want to fight me all the time. And, yeah. you know, they called me a douchebag or yeah. cocky asshole or whatever. Your ego was measuring against your yes. body. And then so I, I realized that, first of all, my lower back started to hurt because I was carrying more weight. And my legs had never really been that big. 
And so I'm walking around looking like Johnny Bravo. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm like, this is not who I am. This is not how I want people to receive me. And so my product really became about people, if anything. And so mm-hmm. when I honed in on, you know, what I ate, what I did, and I started working out differently, you know, that transformation happened. Um, that it made me feel like I was not only more approachable, but I was inviting the right types of conversations mm-hmm. and people around me. And so everything that we do in our life, I do believe that we have to be conscious on how we treat ourselves and what we do for ourselves, because outwardly, you're going mm-hmm. to innately attract better yeah, people, quality people, absolutely. and your conversations get better too. Yes. Not being a meathead. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey I'm man, what you bitch, man? What's your press? Like, uh, shut up. Dating gets better, too. I remember being, like, like, because I definitely went through the ugly. You've seen my pictures. I went through the ugly duckling faces. So, like, fitness was a You weren't ugly. You were just different. Let me go back further. (laughs) I did not have male attention until I got braces on my face. Okay. So, but, so, like, fitness was one of my ways of, like, like, I started getting male attention. And I was, like, oh. And then I I was, like, oh like no this is not what I want because the type of male attention that you get and I was like why am I doing this is this what I was looking for because I don't feel like this is what I want so it is yeah interesting it's it's funny that you say that too because um you know like again you know we we think that having abs for some people that's the pinnacle getting abs that's the pinnacle and it's like yeah. dude there's more to life than that like what, what about your fucking mind yeah man? what's gonna happen when you get abs you get like someone that's hotter but what's their personality like yeah. sometimes it's great so i'm not saying if you have abs your personality's a dud or anything but like why why do it like you know and you can have multiple things yeah. you can do it, but why i remember i was dating the wrong person when <laughs> like I was like really, really fit. And then uh-huh. it got to that point where you just get comfortable in the relationship and you're just like, yeah, yeah let's eat Twinkies. I, yeah. I wasn't eating Twinkies. I never. I was Twinkies, like, that was your go-to. No, it was definitely <laughs> not. It was just too much pizza back to back. Pizza rolls uh, around the, around the stomach area. Little pizza vitamins. <laughs> and, um, and so, yeah, I remember her saying, Hey honey, I think I, really liked you when you're I was just like <laughs> that hurt uh, yeah, that hurt yeah. that really hurt and I was like is that all I have is yeah. just my 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 figure that's and, wrong. but you know it was it's all good you know we, we live and we learn we realize what we really need in relationships but if I had I not grown out of mm-hmm. you know that I probably you, wouldn't have grown into myself <clears throat> and so absolutely there's a whole world out there possibilities yes you have that moment of realization where it's just like blaringly clear where you're almost having an out-of-body experience in your life and you're like oh no that's a good tiktok video it's coming (laughs) it's coming oh i've got a lot of i've got a lot of personal tiktok videos i've got this whole studio in the basement with green screens and so i'm going to be having conflict with myself and different things because i love doing that you know i love showing my personality in a different way whether if it's received or not but uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah it i does remember not. my i had one tiktok video go like 1.4 million viral oh and my it was, gosh it was about my sleeping because i'm like the person who's awake early and uh, to bed early i remember that one that was and great. i was just like this is it <laughs> that's it this my is body of work it came down to this I'm the same way. I had one that had like, you know, nearly a million views or something like uh-huh. that. 
and I wasn't even in it. I was like, this sucks. My claim to fame is that I repurposed a video and it went viral yeah. and then no one followed me back. <laughs> That's what happened to me. They're like, oh, you got a million views. What happens now? It's like, yeah, nothing happened. Nothing. Everything's the same. That's a TikTok video. So I had this video that went viral. What happened after? Chirps, That's just crickets. <laughs> Where's my bacon? I'll tag you. Yes, yeah, like please. follow us. We went. Yes, or we can just do a support group. We went viral for people that went viral but gained no following after. Can we do a collaborative video where yeah. we're in different parts of the nation, but like it's the same concept? Yeah, yeah. we'll do like some sad music. <laughs> I went viral once. Oh, what so. happened? Well, I really thought my life would change, but. Uh... <laughs> There's, there's really an audience for everyone on there. You just have to absorb yeah. the right stuff because there's like this new Nelly. Um, yeah, you gotta get on going, there though. Don't sleep yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, going back to your question, yeah. how did I pivot? How did I reset? What really changed from 2020 to 2021? First of all, none of us could actually forecast and foresee that you know our life would be like this. And, um, you know, initially, you know, I, I definitely had that, that scarcity mindset, like, oh my gosh, like I might have to go get a job, but what job am I going to go get, you know, and I'm going to have to shut this thing down. And, you know, not only my dream, but other people's dreams mm -hmm. would not be here. And, and so, you know, losing clients in the forefront of the year, that was really challenging. And then uh, we were able to bounce back and get really scrappy and creative with ideas to be more, um, you know, uh, economy friendly, you know, just mm -hmm. be more economic for, you know, the day-to-day -day entrepreneur that doesn't know if they're going to be here uh, next month or two months. And so we started creating packages for people and, you know, packages starting at 500 bucks, not meaning that we're making money off of that, but it's mm -hmm. like, Hey, we want to keep their mindset going with their business and understanding that they need to still reach an audience. And so we are able to get a good amount of people, um, you know, back on track with their business goals and always thinking that if you had a hundred dollars, what would you spend that on? You know, like we're thinking about areas that are going to get ROI for them. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, it's the same thing for us. It's like, if we only have X amount of dollars to spend, how are we going to get in front of the right audience? And, and so that's our goal is to strategize and help people think about like, if, what is your budget? Think about that. A lot of people don't think about budget. I just want to know how something costs, how much something costs. Yeah. And no, you need to identify what you're willing to commit at any yeah. level, house, car, food, or whatever mm -hmm. it may be. You have to think about a budget. And if you told me you only had a hundred bucks, you know what? Hey, I'm going to spend all hundred dollars on one thing, but we're going to make this effective because when you do well, you're going to reinvest with us as well. Yeah. So that's, that was our goal and that was our plan. And luckily um, I'm, I'm glad I, I started talking to myself better because mm -hmm. I was ready to just let, let it just swallow us. Yeah. And um, you know, so yeah, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of my team, I'm proud awesome. of my, myself. Yeah. And um, you know, it, I think, I think it was a year that was really needed for a lot of degrees. I, I see that a lot of people were suffering and, and you know, that sucks. And, you know, I, I know people who've had to shut their businesses mm -hmm. down, but if you don't try to think through pivoting, you're just 
you're never going to grow. Yeah. You always have to grow on every single level. I don't care if it's business or just life. You have to think how you're going to grow, you know, and, and, and it, it, it also, it's, it's so collaborative when you hear other people's stories and mm-hmm. you can make it applicable for yourself. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, it was a learning year on so many fronts. I've absorbed so much information. I've learned so much and I've been able to pay it forward. Yeah. That's awesome. I re- I don't, I, some knowledge I have in my head and I'm like, I know this is not an original thought. I got it from a book, but it stuck with me as like someone's ability to grow and like success is directly related to their ability to problem solve. Yeah. It has nothing to do with like them being better. It's like, how well can you problem solve? Can you continually do it or do you give up? So that's yeah. a great Oh my know, gosh. So many that. times when I felt like, you know, the pendulum was swinging and you never know where you're at. You're like, I'm just not getting growth. If you really, really just think about it, like nothing has ever came easy, especially, you know, even school for everyone at some point, they were like, this is so tough. Mm -hmm. Like when you look back on your body of work, you're like, that's, that was a lot easier back then than it is now. Now what you know about life, you know, you've got a kid, you've got your business, you've Mm -hmm. got your own mindset. You've got to manage all these other people's Mm -hmm. like, you know, their, their mental mindset. And, oh, yeah. you know, so there's so much that you have to take on every single day. And so everything starts piling up with problems mm-hmm. and it's how you deal with it. And like, but if you've done all the right things along the way, it makes everything a lot mm-hmm. easier. Not saying you're going to do everything right, but you learn, you, know, you yeah. learn, you learn through it. It's like, that's not that bad. You know, get, yeah. I never regret a workout. I regret not working out. I know. Regret it. But afterwards, I'm like, I'm so glad I did that. You know, yeah. it's like I pushed myself. You know, and we have to push ourselves in in, mm-hmm. in different areas and different times of our life. And yeah. And afterwards, you're like, man, I'm really glad I did that. Yeah. And the awareness you gain, like that's the biggest thing. I I think the same concept you're talking about is just like as you go and as you like, like sometimes you don't have the answer but one you're gonna gain an answer or you're gonna gain self-awareness that's applicable for the next time you like stumble across a problem so there's always some value in it but if you don't think and you don't talk like this right Mm -hmm. then you'll never know that it's even possible and so you know, with anyone and everyone, you know, listeners, uh, viewers, I mm-hmm. think it's really important for you guys to understand that, like, you need to have someone for every aspect of your life, mm-hmm. people that make you happy, make you laugh, mm-hmm. people that can listen to you problem solving. Sometimes, you know, problem solving is not them having the right answer, but they're uh-uh. willing to listen and you speak your thoughts out because yeah. that's what ends up happening with me. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'll, I'll talk to my business partner and I can, I can see the look on his face. Like, uh-huh. Where are you going with this? Where are you going with this? Oh, okay. Okay. Now I see where you, cause I'm thinking through my, my, yeah. yeah. Or, or the issues or things that we're trying to achieve. And it's like, I need to say all these words, a whole bunch of words <laughs> just to get to this point. And then it all makes sense in the end. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's definitely a thing. That's what I use my journal for because my friends are like, no, we don't. <laughs> I might need better friends. So if you guys are looking for an extra. <laughs> there's there's yeah. that kid video where um, he's like sitting in like a background and he's like telling a story. He's like, have you ever win? And then you happen to, and then, and then and like, and he's just not saying any words at all. And then 
no one knows what to even think of the video, but <laughs> they just be me. It's just like, this kid didn't say anything. But it was yeah. really cute. Yeah, um, they're just like, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you shut up. And when's the clock hit shut up in your mind? You know, I, it's like. Yeah, I feel like as like a mom, you get used to that. And I used to be like, what are you saying? Yeah. But Mitchell will try to articulate something. And I'm like. Or he doesn't have anything to say. He just wants the attention, you know? Which is a thing as well. They do that for real though. (laughs) What I can do. So mom, I was just like wondering if I could, I'm like, get in bed. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. and, And that's another aspect about, you know, life in general. Like I think when people say that they can't be an entrepreneur and be you know, a mom or a single parent or, mm-hmm. you know, or they've got a family, you know, I, I, I tell people like, you don't know what you're capable of. And sometimes it's you just got to do it. I'm not going to tell yeah. you to do it, but if it's going to itch your, itch your brain long enough and you need to scratch that, that thing, like you might need to try or do something in doses, just dip your toe in the water a little bit and you never know Absolutely. what can happen. Well, I always like, there's this concept that one day just like clicked in my head and it mind blew me. Like it like obliterated my brain. Cause it's like, oh, and I was like, you're literally the only thing that's limiting us minus like actual physical capacity at some point is your belief in like whether or not you can do something because that's what leads action, right? Like if you believe you can't, like even with habit change, people are like, well, they'll come to me like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm like, yeah. I know you can't because listen, like, why would you ever do it if you tell yourself every day that you can't do it? What if you told yourself, I am going to do it and I will do it? What would yeah. happen then? And they're just like, oh, like, I'm like, yeah, oh, so it's much of really it. that switch that you yeah. need to make. And there's a lot believe of people that there's, yeah, <laughs> believe in yourself. Cat, the cat hanging, <laughs> hanging there. Um, you know, there's just so many of that where you know that rhetoric. People start projecting their fears onto mm-hmm. other people, and so again, we don't believe because the ecosystem might not be right, or all mm-hmm. we've heard is we're not good enough to some degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether if we tell ourselves that, or you know, we hear our friends say, "Why would she do that?" or whatever. Just, just think about how people are going to talk talk about you just by how they talk about other people so if your friend is talking about it's true when they have, they have some now because they've got that. a juicy detail they're like oh my gosh yeah. did you see so-and-so they're saying the same shit about you yeah i just no longer care and i've accepted it you know yeah. me personally i'm just like it makes no difference regardless because i believe in myself yeah i should believe in myself yes absolutely i that's one of the hardest things i think with my growth journey is like from where I came from environment, like, I like to say like everything, I, it wasn't working against me, but like my soil was not fertile. Yeah. Um, and so like, I had like, I'm still in the process of like making new friends, making new connections that are on the same mindset and like level I am because there's a lot of people, my family never, asked, mom, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. My family <laughs> never asked about my business ever yeah. they're never like there's not people like in my day-to-day that support me currently I have to find people that will and I do so over true. time but like you go through this time where like no like I don't have people being like Jessica you you're like so good you could do more it's me it's me I'm the only one telling me that right yeah. now but it's important because 
anytime I have had that, whether it be a coach, a connection, right? It's like, or seeing someone else do it who came from similar circumstance or reading. I love reading. That was awesome. You know, reading is an <laughs> escape for sure. And there was a book yeah. that you and I both had and you said you were going to read it. Yeah, I didn't now, read right? it. Okay. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. No. Okay. I got actually caught up in like this other book and I read it's, it again. That's And that's but... how life should be. Right? <laughs> Gravitate towards things will come around. Similar, that's important yeah. Time. I still have it. Good. So. <laughs> you didn't gift it to someone. I wasn't well, like, never you should read this book. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I'm not. But Don't here's tell a book Dom, but uh, <laughs> not in. <laughs> well, I live by it. You know, yeah. like, I, I can read it over and over again, too. Because mm-hmm. um, there's always an Easter egg or something that I need to make apply to my life. Yeah. We graduate on different levels and we learn new things and whatever. But going back to what you just said, you know, um, we what I the advice that I give people and it's really just experience you know my advice is not like mandated you need to do this but (laughs) if you're if you're an entrepreneur the first thing you need is more entrepreneur friends Mm -hmm. because your family and friends aren't really the people that are going to get behind Mm -hmm. you and and my theory is is the fact that I've made so many transitions in my life it's hard for someone to believe that I can be an expert in this thing right now. Yeah. But when some, when I meet someone new, they receive me as I am mm-hmm. and that's all they need to know. And, yeah. and we're going to, we'll talk about all of our life experiences in the process when we're building rapport and relationships, but the value is actually, you know, being able to meet someone where you are right then and there, because mm-hmm. I, right now I'm trying to constantly improve my life and I'm improving our business and we've got customers that are happy and we want to do that. And so it would be hard for someone who's known me since elementary to say like, hey, bro, I've seen you do some wild shit. Uh, I don't know if I want to give you my hundred grand, you know? Like, yeah. like hey, yeah. just trust me. Like, yeah, but I still see you partying on the weekends. Like, yeah. like, like every yeah. aspect of what they know about me is like this, this not so serious side. But yeah. you know, for me, I... I own, I'm a certain way with certain people mm-hmm. and, but I'm way more complex than that. And, uh, you know, I take business way more serious and, you know, but I make sure that I'm taking care of my shit in my life yeah. because those are the people that really matter for my life because mm-hmm. I'm trying to build something different, you know, in a different way, but you still respect yeah. and love your relationships. And so yeah. entrepreneur people get more entrepreneur friends, yeah. family, always going to understand what it is that you do and why you do it and yeah I mean I would say that there's a handful of people that I feel about the same way but I don't hold it against them no not at all it urges me to build better relationships with different Mm -hmm. people and I definitely like even the like that's one thing I'm glad I did is I put myself in networking event because I do have friends they're not like in my day-to-day life but like people you know that you're are supportive and things like that so ne- yeah. I wish we could network more in person. Yeah, <laughs> That's one I thing know, I miss. I me too. Me too. So I, much. Really, I really do miss that. You know, like even when we were doing our events and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, for us, it was really just so we could be a case study. It's like, hey, we marketed this event. We did all oh, this. Cool. Yeah. And, and people think that we made a shit ton of money off of it. In fact, we lost like 30 grand on our last one at uh, Union Station. It was a wow. lot of fucking money. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. It was cool, though. It was dope. We can throw a party for sure. Um, 
but you know, like every aspect, it, it would have been more successful if we had more time to get sponsors. Mm-hmm. It, it, there was a whole equation to it when you get to a different scale of the venue that yeah. Big. And you have to have the right relationships. And um, yeah, the, the one thing I will say is there was a lot of people who just didn't want to take it serious seriously enough to get those those sponsorships where yeah, you know, they just didn't want to work with us for whatever reason you can't hold I mean you can't just pop out out of the blue and expect someone to give you ten thousand dollars but hey we got this opportunity for you you gotta start you know mm-hmm. you gotta start early you know start yeah. cultivating those relationships and so and, yeah and the thing I've always realized too is like a lot of people instead of like looking at someone like I didn't meet you and think what can you do for me yeah I just yeah. met you and I was like if some like if you're genuine, like back to being authentic, if you're genuinely yourself, they're genu- eventually something might roll around where it is collaborative. So like when you're networking, not even going out, like seeking people yeah. to give you things, but just networking just to build cool, relationships. Dude. Yeah. Chill, Chill out. out, man. Like yeah. we've all met that entrepreneur. That's like, hi, I'm blah, blah, blah. Here's my card. What do you do? Can I do this? And you're like, I am so uncomfortable right now. Let's follow. Let's do coffee. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. but it's just like getting to know people is about like I've had people I met and two years later it turned into some opportunity that I like yeah it's like cool that's awesome not what I like the intention I went into it with so even remembering that long-term ROI is a thing yes indeed indeed and I would say that even uh, most people when they start a business the first thing they think of is like I need to be successful in like 30 days or 60 days. Like, don't, it's not going to work. It doesn't work like that. You need to start building relations, start trying to build relationships before that. Yes. And then jump into the game where you have a base of entrepreneurs and people Mm -hmm. to even put your name out because entrepreneurial people are connected to people that are connected to whatever they're doing. So they're, they're, you're getting the right audience. Mm -hmm. Rather than, you know, just convincing all your friends and family to support your concept. And yeah, not going to be the same, but yeah. Well, even as a coach, I didn't really understand the importance of that. Like, I didn't think it was a thing. Yeah. And because I'm a coach, I work one-on-one. Like, why do I, like, I don't need, you know, some, like, there's things I, I don't need. Like, I don't have the same needs as like a brand or a business that's selling something um, else. And I just did it because like, I was kind of lonely. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> just wanted to like meet more people. And then I saw the value in just relationships and it turned into like random things. I was like, oh, that is valuable for well, me. Well, speaking something. of so, value, um, let's deliver, you know, yeah. one or two things or three things that have helped you in your process of life. And it's <clears> not just doesn't even have to be entrepreneurial or maybe just helping people. It can mm-hmm. be entrepreneurial or whatever it is, but one or two things that you could uh, give advice on. Yeah. Um, first, I'll say your growth beyond mindset is directly related to how you feel physically. So taking care of your health, this sounds cheesy as wealth, but like, it's like as much as you can physically put out and mentally is related to how well you take care of your body. So if you are an entrepreneur, don't neglect those things. Um, Cause that's your number one, I think personally, like, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but no, I get it. No, four bodies for me, you know, your, your mm-hmm. spirit, your, your internal, how you feel and physically moving, you know, what you eat, all of these mm-hmm. things are connected. Yeah. So I'd say that's a big one that I didn't realize 
at first and that's kind of why I got into health and fitness um and then I mean we kind of talked on it but two is just literally shifting the perspective of believing in yourself like start yeah. telling yourself you can do shit and you'll do it but like literally believe it because it's true and the only harm in not believing in yourself is you're not going to try or you know or so I agree shifting that I agree and then last but not least uh two questions what is your um what is your kryptonite or you know the <laughs> thing that you're least good at and then we're going to mm-hmm. ask about your your superpower okay um my kryptonite is probably just sometimes I think I'm too like this I don't want to say open-minded but I see too many perspectives so it's hard for me to concentrate and organize my efforts onto one thing and in terms of business and just like moving forward sometimes that can be limiting for me because I see so many things that I, I want to like shoot wide instead of narrow. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, at the same time, I would say that kind of helps me in some ways though, because it's definitely helpful being able to see so many perspectives. Has Is this been a my, crypto superpower? It, well, it helps me with coaching. Okay. So like if I'm really open-minded, I can see a lot of perspectives. So I'm able to kind of like put myself in the shoes of others really well, which for coaching purposes is beautiful, right? Yeah. And so that really helps me actually help others because I'm not just talking from my, per- like while I, I talk from my perspective and the perspective of people I look like, I can also kind of like visualize into your shoes and be like, oh yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, you're and an impact in that way. Yeah. It's good, it's good. So, but it also can be like, you know, sometimes so it's that was good. a crypto superpower, right? <laughs> I know this isn't a job interview. I didn't. Really do that. <laughs> it's okay. He's like, uh huh. I'm taking notes. <laughs> okay, we'll be giving you a call back now. Okay, Chess. <laughs> Thanks for your time. <laughs> um, and superpower. Yeah, I mean that's kind of it. That's it. Okay, yeah, okay. So I love it. I love yeah, it. I love I it. Can't think of anything else. How can people follow you? Um, Instagram, even though it's dying, but not my TikTok. Uh, Jess Kaufman underscore is awesome. the best way. That's where I'm most active. So. And then your coaching site. JNKCoaching.com. Awesome. I appreciate you being on the living room yeah. today. Uh, thanks and for listeners me. and viewers, please like and subscribe. We're not clout chasers. We just want more of you. And if you can, follow us on Instagram or even TikTok. We might be doing some fun things on TikTok at Positive People Posse. Everything at Positive People Posse. We'll also tag tag Jessica on uh, TikTok as well so you can follow her. (laughs) (laughs) But we appreciate you as always. And if you need any help with marketing, we are your sponsor, Positive People Posse 3P Media. Visit PositivePeoplePosse.com. All right, guys, until next time, live freely. Peace out.